Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life. It means forever, and that's a mighty long time, but I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Doctor, everything will be all right. Instead of asking him how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Because in this life, things are much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. Go crazy! Yes, welcome to the Blackcast. I am Christian Blatt on Twitter at Christian DMZ. Joined by Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. Say hello to the people. People! Thank you. And on the other side of the glass, Captain EO on Twitter at Jeff Duray. My father! <laughs> and very exciting. That's Joining nice. us in studio, the artist usually referred to as Matt in KC, but today. He's Matt in L.A. slash Matt from KC. Welcome at Sober as a Bird. Uh, thank you, Christians. Great to be here. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. Well, Ask we, us in an hour. Blackcast Superfan Black in the flesh. Super fa- Actually, I think we gave him Uberfan. Uberfan. If it was Uber. Yeah, because, well, back then, uh, your wife, Nicole, used to listen, and, and she was a super fan, but she is not even a casual fan anymore. No, Uber is mode of transportation for criminals and terrorists. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And as if that wasn't exciting enough, via telephone, the one, the only, the Coltrane, on Twitter, kind of, at Coltrane Leaks. Welcome back to the Blackcast, Coltrane. So the fact that Nicole doesn't listen anymore, does that mean I can start reading off this uh, this phenomenal blog that I keep looking at? Are you, do you still read it? <laughs> is you, it still being actually, posted yeah, to? I don't even know if there's writing on there anymore. Does she write that? So, by- I mean, like, so you're saying that it's okay for me to, to like start reading from it again. But, I mean, like, it was really epic. It was epic poetry. It was some of the greatest uh, words ever put to the computer screen. And by the way, everyone, remember to follow at Blackcast on Twitter, like the Blackcast on Facebook, and you can always keep in touch. Blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. So we're very excited to finally have Matt here in town with us. But uh, first, we have to talk about the shocking news from last week that... Uh, the artist, Mr. Prince himself, had passed away at the age of 57. Uh, very sudden, very surprising, especially since he had a health scare earlier in the month. He told his fans, don't waste any prayers. And uh, so a little surprising. It's been a great celebration because uh, Prince music has kind of been everywhere, except for YouTube and Spotify. You yeah. Know. It's actually been very hard to listen to Prince music. I looked him up on Spotify and I was like, excuse me? Yeah, because he he's just hasn't been there and uh, nobody has been more diligent or, you know, their people, people have been more diligent about taking his music off YouTube for years. So as a result, if you look at the iTunes top 10, four of them, I think the top four are all Prince albums. So that's why you do it. That's why you don't give your music away for free. That's true. But, um, I don't know. I mean, there's so much that's been said about the importance of the diminutive little crazy purple genius. Uh, and uh, I, I thought I would point out a couple songs, influence in terms of music that he didn't even record. Some of them people knew, but I'd actually forgotten. I'd forgotten one of these, and I didn't know about the others. So there's a few songs he wrote that were performed by other people that were hits. Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. I think a lot of people know that at this point, but when that song was first out, we didn't know. Uh, Manic Monday by The Bangles. And uh, I was thinking that that's kind of like one of those weird moments where you think like, yeah, 
How did the the Bengals get such a uh, clever, well-written song? Oh, I see. Prince wrote it for them. Well, now that absolutely makes sense. Because he had a crush on the lead singer. Well, why does he do anything? You know, <laughs> Obviously, Sinead O'Connor got that song because he had a thing for bald chicks at one point. Uh, I feel for you. Shaka Khan's only real hit. <laughs> I was. I had no idea. Coltrane, did you know that that uh, that the purple one had written that? I that was one of those that I didn't know it a long time ago, but I actually found out about it recently before he died. But I did find out. I was like, wow. And uh, the one I had absolutely no idea. Stand back by Stevie Nicks. So you know, look. All chicks. He's always looking. He was always looking. That's. Now, that's do you do you remember a bumper music Wednesday we did with Dennis? Yes. Specifically was songs Prince wrote to bang chicks. Basically, we did um, like twelve songs. Was it was it these same songs? I think some of those made their way on there, but then there were some other ones that like he obviously wrote for himself that were like for specific women. At yeah, the there's time. a couple of Sheila E's that uh, yeah. yeah that didn't make it there. Um, so it's interesting. There's a lot of questions about uh, what happened, uh, but whatever the cause of death was, apparently, under Minnesota law, his estate goes to his closest living relative. He's not married, doesn't have any kids. His parents Which is surprising. His parents passed away. Turns out it's his 55-year-old sister, aka as she was described on DailyMail.co.uk, the only source for news. The purple-haired former crack addict prostitute sister. <laughs> oh, God. $300 million. And because his estate has 2,000 unreleased songs, his catalog, both released and unreleased, estimated at $500 million. So $800 million for Tyka Nelson. So uh, good for her. Keep on the way. lookout for Tyka Nelson's $800 million crack party. Now, how <laughs> soon until she mysteriously turns up in a gutter somewhere? Um, it won't be mysterious at all, but I, I feel pretty confident that yeah. uh, that it's going to happen. Um, I uh, I don't know if if you guys have uh, any specific thoughts about Prince, but uh, we have played Bat Dance on yes. the Black Cast. So uh, very recently, actually. So obviously, uh, I don't know. It was very surprising. You know, I don't know. There's the people who have died this year. David Bowie being the big one, and uh, Glenn Fry. And then, you know, last year, Lou Reed died. I don't know. Typically, they weren't people you were expecting to die at that moment. But this one is just much more surprising than any of those. Um, as uh, as our guest via phone, uh, Coltrane, your thoughts when you heard about the passing of Prince? I mean, I similarly, like, I just, of all people that you would have said were going to die recently, like, he was not on my radar. Um, I didn't even realize that he had had a health scare, like, last week or whatever it was. So, I, you know. It, that one, that this one definitely is, is sort of shocking. Um, I, you know, as far as as far as him individually, like I understand that he's a genius, but I don't know. There's just something that I just always found unlikable about. Oh yeah, no, no, he has never come off as a likable human being, but, but I mean, he seems seems guy, like an amazing wow. entertainer and some crazy music that uh, came out of out of uh, those those magical musical fingertips. Uh, Captain Eo, you have a thought, or I'm just thinking anybody who wants to play basketball and then eat pancakes can't yeah. be too bad. <laughs> That's right? the first thing that came to mind as we started talking right now about this. I was like, oh, what about that great episode of the Chappelle Show? Chappelle uh, game blouses. <laughs> Chappelle performed, uh, I guess, the day after he was, was in San Francisco, yeah. and he he like went on at I don't know two a.m. Like two a.m. and he. But I think he performed for like four hours, yep. and uh, it was all in purple lights and everything. And he said, uh, "This is Black Nine Eleven." So <laughs> I have to, I have to ask uh, Coltrane: Was this Black Nine Eleven? <laughs> um, <laughs> what a question! Because um, Michael Jackson wasn't black when he died. That's no, that's no, a great point. So yeah, well, how how black is Prince? Prince More black is, than Michael. Prince no. is, you know, Prince seemed very black you're, you're in like the. Black than <laughs> yeah, listen to the lyrics of "Pussy Control" and you'll know. Mm. Yeah, which, by the way, we we will hear some uh, "Pussy Control" on on the way out because that. Well, that's a that's a very special song, and uh, we're exercising our very own black cast control here in this episode. Control. The ding there was because I think that that's probably the title of the episode. But um, the real Broadcast question control. would be, like, as you think about it, and this is open to the to the floor, 
What's the best Prince song to bang to? Mm. Quick question. Was, yeah. Did Prince write that song from the beginning of um, a goofy movie? No. <laughs> no? No. I'm sorry, but Power Trip, I thought that was 100% Prince. Not? You mean Power Line? Power Line. Sorry, my bad. You're, Jesus, you're, Jeff, you're dropping the ball. You're oh, keeping oh, the court. God. You're keeping it 100 I'm and you were 100%. I'm keeping it 80 tops right now. This is bullshit. <laughs> I to I man, that's a great that's a great that's song. That's a great. Uh, Coltrane, you have any thoughts uh, about uh, there being good Prince songs to bang to, or is that just not your speed? I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'm I'm really not someone who like has to play the music or does usually like set a set a mood to like to play music because you bad. don't because you I don't would, need it because you're all man. You don't need it. I mean, and usually when a chick's going to go down on you, you don't really need to play music for. Her. But I'm just saying, um, I. I think I would go with uh, either Diamonds and Pearls or Cream. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, you could always go with Get Off, but uh, you know these are these are all uh, great uh, great suggestions. Um, and, uh, William. Mm-hmm. Now the party passing, man from the Batman soundtrack. The pa- yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> is that the question you were going to ask me? No, Do I get to answer? Because that's my answer. That is. I, I felt like that was your answer. Yes. But uh, the passing of Prince and his great song Purple Rain reminded me. Of a song that you wrote for the Dennis Miller show. Oh yes! Which, oh, I forgot about that. Which now. I actually, say. Herman Cain. Oh, Herman Cain. Herman Cain. It was amazing. Herman I love Cain. That. Yeah. And then it made me think, like, where the fuck is Herman Cain? I think, he actually, I, think, I think he has a talk show. He's like, I'm making pizzas for people. So well, <laughs> now well, he's, well, Morgan, he's Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Look, listen to him talk. They're not that different. They don't sound that the different. The nine 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 yeah. plan. Uh, Herman Cain's nine 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 plan. <laughs> Just dial 999 on your phone. We show up with a big, large pizza from Godfather's Pizza. I thought it was amazing. I loved <laughs> I loved all of uh, all of Will's musical 40s. There was a short time where you were you know, going Just cranking into, them out, man, hit after hit. Yeah. You uh, know. Fucking solid gold. And uh, that one Christmas, this is before we knew you, Jeff, yeah. uh, he gave a- oh, Well, Christmas. you expl- explain what you well, gave Well, Bujenski was obsessed with Rent, and we all hated it. So much. I still hate it. And I don't it. think Bujenski really likes it. He just kept singing this 500, 25,600, that yeah. fucking piece of shit song. <laughs> Whoa, so Somebody hates Look, AIDS. we all hate it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm anti-AIDS, yeah. too. Yeah. And so I, I just, what did I do? Like, I just, I just recorded myself shouting the word Christmas, like, randomly <laughs> no. during, during the songs. <laughs> now, now, that CD I still have. Oh, I would love to hear those. All right, I'll, I'll have not to heard that. them in a long yeah, time. Yeah, How is that up. not with you right now? I should just keep it in my back pocket. Yeah, seriously. You're like, f- hand it out on Hollywood Boulevard. You want to hear you're, my album? You're like an R&B artist. Yeah. You just keep your album in the car Herman just in case. Cain, my hit, uh, number one hit. Coltrane, I'm sure you remember well that CD and his Herman Cain song. Uh why do you think that Will doesn't do more musically? And now that there is a void in all of our creative hearts, shouldn't Will be doing more singing? I mean, yes, absolutely, because that was sheer genius. The The funny part about that CD for me was that he gave it to me. I brought it home for Christmas and then didn't listen to it. And then, I don't know, like like two months later, I think, he was like, he was like you didn't even listen to it, did you? And I was like... Well, it, no, no, but, and then I listened to it after that. But and you were like, this doesn't that, make I sense now. I didn't listen to it. It wasn't <laughs> like, I did not want to listen to it. I just got, it got lost in the, hol- in the holiday mm-hmm. Yeah, you re-gifted it. It's cool. It's a white elephant gift. Somebody else has it out there in the ether. It's fine. But I guess the I real know. question is, a cousin somewhere. who put out a better Christmas CD? Will doing his rent knockoff yeah. or Mark Stein? Oof. Ooh, it's a marshmallow world. And- it's a marshmallow <laughs> world in the winter. Come on, Cynthia, or whatever her fucking name Jessica. was. Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Uh, Hello, Jessica. Yes, oh I God, just like this. I just like have this great mental image of Will pimping his mixtape on the streets. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, listen to my album, a mixtape. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, you want to yeah. check out this album? Totally yeah, free. Totally out. free. Yo, Here free you mom. go. Hey, That'll be $3. That's $3. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, he's just there, like, he's got his, like, little portable CD player. And yep. he's got, like, the headphones. Like, yo, just listen. No, 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 just listen, man. It's cool. This is just me. It's my music. Just, just listen. It's cool. <laughs> I should. Amazing. Uh, so in the uh, in the days after uh, Prince passed away, there's a lot of people posting regrets about not seeing him perform live. And I, I would definitely like to have seen him put on a good show at some point. Um, but sort of 
it's kind of a testament to what uh, Coltrane's saying, the fact that he seems like an unlikable guy. So there was this run where he did like 21 shows at the Forum here in L.A. And it was at this time where all you would hear is how late he would show up. I knew people who saw him in Vegas where he went on at 3 a.m. He would do shows where the lights weren't on because he didn't want you to take pictures, which I get you don't want people to take pictures. But I don't know. If you spend and it was like, you know, hundreds of dollars to see Prince and the lights would be off. So I'm completely on board with not going. You know, he didn't make me want to go. You know, he only makes me now regret like, oh, I would have liked to have seen him. But, you know, we all saw him. He did a great Super Bowl halftime show. That's you know, true. Where it was in the rain. Yeah. So it's like at least we have that one, you know. And, and by I the way, like if you went to see him perform that he was never like he would be someone who would do his hits. Like he'd always want to do songs yeah. that he thought were great. But like, yeah. Yeah. No, one else cared about. no, there was a there was definitely a point in his career where he wasn't doing the hits. More recently, he was doing a sort of a smaller piano tour, and he would do two shows a night, so he'd actually show up on time. I knew somebody that went to one of his last shows within the last couple months, and it's apparently apparently was great. But um, I, I don't know, you know, he he. It's Prince's fault that I didn't see him. First of all, he died. Second of all, when wow. he was alive, he made it very unappealing. Wow. Tell us more about how the girl raped him. herself, you dick. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. What was Prince wearing? The body has a way of shutting itself down from Prince shows. <laughs> no, but that's it. Uh, you know, people, uh, by the way, anybody, <laughs> anybody who posted, it just that. <laughs> Uh, any anybody who posted, oh, I wish I had seen Prince. You know, it was on my bucket list. People would then chime in, oh, I was glad I did get to see him. And then the, there would be a third response of like, fuck you, <laughs> way to rub it in, Dick. Yeah, and I'm like, what? They're just saying that they're happy that they're smarter than you. By the way, I also didn't see Purple Rain spelled R E I G N, the world's greatest tribute to Prince. Oh. I actually missed that one. Maybe they'll come back next. So not only next haven't time. I seen Prince, but I, I haven't seen fake Prince. Dang it. Um, and, uh, you know, Matt and KC, we haven't really brought you into the conversation, but I don't know, white guy from Kansas City, how much Prince did you really listen to? Hey, Kansas City was the home of jazz. You take that back. And the Negro Leagues Museum is there, too, right next to the Jazz Museum. I've been to both, by the way. They're great. 18th and Vine District. It's a fantastic little area. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I didn't really have that much experience with Prince. All right, thanks for playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, sorry, you can go ahead. Well, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was it. That was All it. Right. Yeah. All right. It was short and sweet answer. By the oh. way, I think he performed Bat Dance on the SNL 15th anniversary special. Did he really? Yeah, because I remember him performing with the giant Batman logo behind him. So, you know. I mean, it was that time. Yeah, it, it was that time. Yeah. But anyway. Bat Dance wasn't even the best song on that album. Party Man was? Party Man and yeah. Trust were way better. I don't even remember Trust. <laughs> That's the song he plays when Joker's like on the floats with his oh, money in the okay. balloons no, no, and shit? I, just, I, I think we've had this conversation. Hubba, hubba, hubba. I always forget Who what do it you is. try? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me? I'm giving away free money. <laughs> <laughs> How much better would uh, Batman vs. Superman have been? And I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying better if they used those songs. I mean, how much better would Star Wars Episode Seven be if they use those? How much better? Infinitely, anything would be better with those. Empire Strikes Back. Schindler's List would be better with Party Man. Are you kidding? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be as much of a downer. No. (laughs) Seriously, we get get it. The girl in the red. We see the girl in the red coat. We get it. (laughs) She's the. So is she the Party Man? I don't understand. (laughs) What does she represent? Uh, Anyway, so (laughs) much like the day that Farrah Fawcett died and we started to hear that Farrah Fawcett died and oh my God, Michael Jackson died. And that was the end of that. The morning before we found out that Prince died, another great entertainer, Joan Laurer, a.k.a. China from the WWE, has died. And uh, Coltrane, your thoughts on the passing of, of a true national treasure, China? I mean, seriously, you had, I mean, she was she was just legendary. There was one night in China. There was another <laughs> oh. night in China. Oh. There was um, back door to China. I mean, I'm just saying, like, she was a legend. And to see that her life has tragically gone the same time at Prince, and she will be totally forgotten, I mean, it's just, it's a real tragedy. It's really a tragedy. Her whole life was a tragedy, and it's summed up by the fact that now no one will remember that she had a back door. <laughs> what was but, the Indiana Jones uh, parody porno she did where she played Short Round? What was that one? What? I'm kidding. 
That would have been amazing. I was yeah, so excited. I'm like, wait a second. How's this not my life? Okie dokie, you could talk to Joan. China, China, by the way, when she was with the, I believe it was then the WWF, not the WWE, she was the ninth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. That's true. And In fact, she was. And the other and, eight were know, the like, inches of her dick. <laughs> the title changed because, you know, after she had, like, the face work and her chin went down. But at, at the time, she was the ninth wonder of the world. She looked like Easter Island statue, so... It was a little, you know, it made sense at the time. No, absolutely it made sense at the time. And, you know, basically I feel like I know her most in recent years because she would call into the Howard Stern show and it, we were definitely not laughing with her, but uh, then it's sad. You hear this, and then you're like, "Oh, that person was, you know, obviously in a bad place." But uh, so China will also be missed, but not Black China because Black China is still alive. And she's about to marry a Kardashian. Boom. God bless her. No, I, I don't think China's quite on the level of Farrah Fawcett. No, 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 no. I'm just saying this Are is like kidding? that. Farrah Fawcett. She's an icon. Yeah, How thank, you. thank <laughs> you, Coltrane. You've Sorry, offended look, Coltrane. She's no Charlie's angel, but she's certainly had a Charlie somewhere in her. She's definitely similar to her in that she's probably a role model to rednecks everywhere. That's right. I love me some China, man. Um, speaking of rednecks, Matt, were you a wrestling fan? I, just, I actually was a wrestling fan. I've, did, uh, did you watch uh, when China was in the WWE? I did. I actually went to a couple of those events when what? they were in Kansas City, and they were great. They were so, how, they were so much fun. How far The Rock away? and Stone Cold. It was it was so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. kind of like the heyday for modern wrestling. Yeah. So how how good were your seats? Like, were you able to see what a beast of a woman uh, China was? Or uh, The seats were average at best, but it was, it was still... Fun show, and what did she? I did uh, not see her very close physically, but I'm sure pro- she would be imposing. Close enough is probably the close uh, enough. Is- the, yeah. Uh, what did she bring to wrestling? I mean, I know that. Let's put it this way: she's the female wrestler I've heard of. You know, I know Snoop Dogg has like a niece or something who is a wrestler. Now. Sasha Banks, and you should look her up because she's fucking hot. All right, I, I will do that now. <laughs> But uh, she's fucking. She's hot and she's talented, but she's fucking hot. And she's is she Snoop Dogg's niece? Is that what she is, or is his daughter? So, sorry, what'd you say, Coltrane? Cousin. Cousin. That's what it is. Uh-huh. All right. So she probably also celebrated 420. What's her name? Recently, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Sasha so, Bangs. B a n g s. Oh, this is this is done under protest. <laughs> it's just there hasn't been a lot oh, of time for the, the first Sasha that shows up on. And Google. then, you know, because Matt's here, Matt's the one who gave. Well, I was going to say gave us, but really he gave it to me because it's my bell. I share it sometimes. Uh, Matt's the one who gave us the bell, and you got to see it for the first time, Matt. Were you oh. impressed by oh. the official Black Cast bell? I was. That's a hell of a bell. Now yeah. you didn't hand forge this bell and mail it to us. Well, it never touched your hands first. Can I don't we want call it. it a dingling instead of a bell? Yeah, let's call it a dingling. Uh, that sounds good. Matt and Casey's dingling. Yeah, exactly. Just Matt quit, and Casey quit sent us my dingling. dingling. So he oh. handled Christian's dingling for the first whoa, time. Whoa, whoa. That's his dingling you that he likes me. I'm glad I'm not in studio right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, be yeah. You're you're not. You need to be a couple thousand more miles away. We're not from even that drinking. <laughs> no. Uh, a- anyway, Matt, did we exhaust the topic of China? Your interest in China? I didn't want to. Uh, move no. On to I mean, we can go to wrestling or no. Anything. But it, so, first of all. I, I'm excited that you do. You still watch wrestling? No, I haven't. I haven't watched it in probably about twenty to ten years. Okay, but, uh, but so when China was around, was when you watched it, yeah. and uh, yep, that that was the point I was making. I so all right. So Sasha Banks also exists, but China kind of is the best known female wrestler, basically ever, right? Absolutely. And was it just because she was the female one, or was? And you know, look, I, I get it. Wrestling is is all planned out, and they write it. But you still have to be in good physical condition to get your ass kicked like that that often. So, uh, was she impressive in the ring? She was. She was. Uh, she competed with some of the lesser men. I guess would be the right word to say. Wow. So, like Captain Lou Albano? Not, not, a, not a personal no, fan. You weren't a fan of Captain Lou? Not, not a fan of the Lou. What do you got against Captain Lou? I hate people with L's in their name. Uh, <laughs> I have two of them, Dick. <laughs> yeah. And what about Liev, who yeah. at some point well, is going to come by? Well, everyone hates him. That's <laughs> a, that's a good that's one. That's true. <laughs> well, this is a this is a great segue to uh, a guy with a couple L's in his name, uh, Kurt Schilling. Got 
fired by ESPN uh, because he posted a comment on Facebook responding to a meme that referenced the law in North Carolina that bans transgender people from using bathrooms and locker rooms that don't correspond with their birth sex. So uh, I've seen the post. I don't know if you guys have, but just to explain it, the post basically had an overweight man wearing a wig and a t-shirt and there were cutouts of this man's shirts uh the shirt to expose this man's breasts and uh the meme said let him in to the restroom with your daughter or else you're a narrow-minded judgmental unloving racist bigot who needs to die the picture says and uh so you know chilling decided to comment that uh, man is a man no matter what they call themselves I don't care what they are, who they sleep with. Men's room was designed for the penis. Women's not so much. So, okay, you can have that opinion, but you, when you work for Disney, who doesn't, you know, I mean, ESPN's owned by Disney, you got to figure that uh, people are going to take notice. And this isn't the first time that uh, Schilling got in trouble with his social media, which, by the way, is just like, what are you doing on Twitter and Facebook this much, you know? Because uh, he had some kind of, uh, he compared radical Muslims to Nazis. Which Everyone sense. compares somebody to a Nazi yeah. or Hitler. Right, exactly. Right? If you disagree with me, you're Hitler. Yeah, so, um, and basically. A couple of huge Hitlers. Basically I know. I know. what uh, Schilling has said, and, you know, he's just like, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for what I said. And because I'm rich, I don't need to. If, if I wasn't and I needed this job, I'd, I, maybe I would. Oh, good for him. Did he say yeah. specifically because I'm rich? Yeah. He did, I actually. Would. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll That's always st- like the biggest fuck you to people. It is kind of. I mean, he's he's very wealthy. He's and got so, baseball money. All those contracts are 100% guaranteed. Uh, yeah. They keep it 100. So 100 so million. You sign A-Rod to a $300 million 10-year contract and expect him to actually try for the next 10 years? Good one, Yankees. Yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, Coltrane, your thoughts on on Schilling in general? Because he doesn't seem like the most likable guy. I mean, obviously, what he accomplished for your Red Sox, you can kind of excuse everything. But your thoughts on him, the way this has played out, and his response to it? I mean, kind of similar. Yeah, like, he, he just says whatever's on his mind. He's, I mean, look, because he was a member of the Red Sox who won the World Series, before, like, it's like he kind of had, I don't know, like, he's got, like, this whole cult following here. So, like, you know, he's got a whole legion of people who basically will love him no matter what he does. Um, he's been very outspoken over the years. Like, he is he is a very conservative guy. Like, he makes no bones about it. He makes comments all the time about everything, and he just doesn't care. And it's like, so, I mean, I'm surprised that, that ESPN hired him to begin with. I'm surprised that he lasted as long as he did. I will not be surprised when he gets picked up by somebody else because they, he, he's controversial, and so that you know is entertaining. And he doesn't—he really doesn't give a fuck. So it's like whatever. So that stuff all works for him, um, you know. So he's like, and he's made other political comments too. So you know, I, none of it really surprised me all that much. So you know, I was. I was I was more surprised to find out that he was still working for ESPN than I was to find out that he got fired by ESPN. Yeah, because he got suspended after that last thing, and then he came back, and he came back, and then he uh, basically uh, did this. Yes, uh, Captain EO, your thoughts? I was going to say, I guarantee he's going to get hired by Fox in the next yes. month, because that's what Fox does. They let people get fired from ESPN and then immediately hire them. So right, the exactly. ESPN gig was like his beer money. Yeah, I mean, it's basically he's walking around. I mean, he had so much money that he had that uh, video game development company that lost a shit ton of money, and he was yeah, still he fine. he poured a bunch of his own money into yeah. it. Yeah, and he was still fine. You know, I yeah. mean, he had like a—that whole fiasco uh, went his way, or didn't go his way, and, and uh, he was fine. So, uh, but in terms of—you know, so this is basically how he's able to kind of shrug off all this. Um you kind of understand why people don't like him, but Coltrane, it really just comes down to the bloody sock. You beat the Yankees in that improbable uh, American League Championship Series that Jeff didn't see because he was in bad boy school. And, Thanks for rubbing it in. Yeah, that's why I did it. That's all right. You're eating wings. You don't even care. 
well, I do care while I enjoy my wings. <laughs> <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. Can I can both. enjoy my wings and be like, fuck you. Who's to say I'm not uh, eating a delicious buffalo wing while thinking about how great it is to be from Boston? Yeah, and, and to unfortunately have been a bad boy school. But that's the whole point. Like you said, Coltrane, for, for most people, it doesn't really matter what Col- uh, not Coltrane, uh, Schilling says or does, right? That's, I mean, yes, I feel that way because, again, he'll always have that, the bloody sock that will always, like, work out in his favor. But I also think that it's, especially right now, I think that it's sort of, like, um, it blends into, like, what's going on with Trump, where it's like people are a, at a point right now where they just, they, they feel like political correctness has gone too far. So if someone like Kurt Schilling who will just say whatever's on his mind, I feel like there's, like, there's a sort of going to be a resurgence for him, so... He's still going to be fine. It's, you know, that, like, so him having crazy opinions, like, that just sort of is what it is. He, he will always have a special place, but because of the bloody socks and everything else, it's just people will like him because he just says what's on his mind. He's not going to hold anything back. So what Coltrane's really getting at is that he's going to be Trump's VP candidate. Hey, now that's a great ticket, Trump shilling. Come yeah. on. Who gives a shill? <laughs> oh. oh, I love that. That's fantastic. Isn't a shilling what Scrooge pays the little the yep. little boy yes, yeah. to go get a giant turkey from a window? <laughs> Trump shilling because we got plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the greatest. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> phenomenal. So, fantastic. You've seen right. this guy's socks? He's got so many... <laughs> I'm telling you, they can get bloody. He doesn't even give a shit. Throws them out. So rich. So rich, just like me. So, exactly. Exactly, Captain Ian. So, uh, Coltrane, uh, you know, we've referenced the fact that our friend uh, Matt and Casey is uh, out here visiting and uh, in studio with us here at the Black Cast. And uh, he timed his trip, or he scheduled around, a very special World's Greatest Tribute Bands at the Whiskey Go-Go, the 420 show by Which One's Pink, where they did, it's a Pink Floyd tribute band, and they did Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. And uh, it, it was a uh, it was a fun night. Uh, so, Matt, your thoughts on the Whiskey A Go-Go and the show itself? Uh, it was a great show, and the venue's fantastic. It's a nice small venue, and luckily Christian's very important, so we were over in the... Uh VIP eventually, area. Eventually. Got us. Yeah, eventually. I got, I, I, for, I, they forgot how important I was. And then I, when, be I, when I reminded them, yeah. it was like, Lois, get out of the way. We yeah. have to stand over there. Move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, and it was a great show, and uh, the band was fan- was, was fantastic. They were as great. Well. Yeah, I would I would definitely see them again yeah. if they wanted to do the wall in its entirety. Or, Absolutely, you know, whatever. So, uh, so that was great. And, and we, we met Will's uh, nemesis. Uh, what was it? Uh, Barry Manilow guy? Or uh, that's a bigger nemesis? I mean, I don't like that's him. Not, you, well, but Coltrane. Whoa, 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 that wasn't whoa, 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 our nemesis. Wait, 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 at stop! All. Stop! 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 You don't like Elton? You don't like Kenny? No, I love Kenny. Yeah, I, I thought one of them. No, 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 no. We were talking about something different, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, I was like, I thought that you were saying that Will didn't like Kenny. I love Kenny. Love Kenny, Kenny Metcalf is Elton. Kenny's great. He's fantastic. And yeah. there's a picture which you'll see at BlackCast.com or possibly the Blackcast on Facebook. One or both of those places. So yeah. Um, now. Who I did talk to, Coltrane, at the bar. How dare you, sir? How he, dare you? He struck up a conversation with me. Matt, you yeah. were right there, weren't you? I was. He turned around and started talking to me, and he was like, hey. And he remembered that he sang Surrender with me. <laughs> and I talked to him. I was like, oh, that must have been so crazy at the forum when Bono brought you up on stage and you got to sing. So I was really chatting it up with fake Bono. I didn't even see no, fake Bono there. Wait. Like, I, I mean, really listen, legit no didn't loyalty, notice him with no us loyalty. at all. And by the way, it's no loyalty to yourself. Because, I mean, he was really trashing you, and I had your back there. But no. Cool. I, I see how it is. You, you did. loyal person on the black cast, Coltrane. Coltrane had my back. Coltrane keeps it 100. He does keep, yes. 100. He definitely keeps it 100. Now, Coltrane, you'd be glad to know that he took off his glasses. Oh, yeah. And oh. as soon as those glasses are off, I was like, oh, he's just like a not good-looking normal guy with greasy also, long hair. Also, I'm going to have to tell you, he, uh, let's just say that he's missed a few spin classes. It's, uh, yeah, maybe he's not performing it tight. Of fake Bono, he's fat Bono. Is that what <laughs> yeah. I'm not I telling not you to lose weight. We're just Bono. telling you that. Fuck it in. I did not say that. I am he wears a girdle no, when he performs. Making no <laughs> comments uh, of the sort. 
But you don't uh, have to say it. Fat Bono. Fuck fake Bono and fuck fake Billy Idol. Fuck fat fake Bono. Fake Billy Idol either? Well, because fake Billy Idol talked shit about me too. Talking shit about Christian when he was singing. That's true. But you know who performed with me the following year was was Kenny. Kenny sang with me. He is so he's awesome. Love Kenny. Yeah. It was a little disappointing because the after party there wasn't karaoke. There was a band and. Much later, people started actually singing with the band, but it, it wasn't the same. So we just kind of went. But uh, Coltrane, you may be disappointed in me for speaking with fake Bono. But as the picture that I texted to you illustrates, we had a very special shot in your honor. Uh, Matt and KC, talk about what inspired you to do this and how we all participated. Well, Coltrane, uh, now he's not here with us, but he's always there with us in spirit when there's Blatcast going on. So in order to do an honorary fireball shot was absolutely necessary. Yes. And I do not enjoy fireball. Um, How uh, dare you? I, but... Well, we did ice it, so it was a little bit in, better in than the, having it. It's true, it was better. But in the sake of solidarity, I was, I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't want to, but I'm no. like, no. Yeah, I when have you saw to. three on the bar, you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, I have to do. It. Wait a minute, someone might buy me a drink. What? I don't care what it is. I got to do no, it. I was like, we have to do this for Coltrane, you know. And so we did the shot of Fireball. Now, if we'd really planned ahead. We could have Skyped you on our phone. You could have poured yourself a nice, refreshing fireball. And it could have been a, you know, transcontinental uh, fireball shot. So that's what we'll have to do next time. But uh, I, like it. I, I like hope it. you know that we were representing the fireball, Coltrane. I like it a lot. Yeah. And by the, amazing. by the way, Fake Pono did not go to the after party. He could not Good. be bothered. Yeah. Good. But uh, Kenny did. And uh, Katie was there. Uh, Lois was there. So uh, that was good. Uh, now, Culture, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Katie and her husband, Eddie, are actually um, they're actually uh, movie buddies of mine. They bring their uh, adorable son, Hawkeye. I bring Felix. And we go to the Mommy and Me movies uh, Mondays. And uh, mon- Monday at 11 a.m. I've talked about these showings before, but uh, we saw the Jungle Book uh, on Monday, and uh, their their son enjoyed it. Felix was very excited, much like when he saw Batman vs Superman. He, uh, whenever there's any kind of physical altercation on the screen, he starts clapping and kicking his feet. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this kid likes to see a nice fight, and I was very <laughs> excited. And and uh, by the way, the movie is great visually; it's beautiful. The CGI does not. Not scream CGI at you. It actually looks really good. But best of all, in the voice of Shere Khan, yes, Idris Elba, yes, or my tiger, yeah, it's fantastic. And, I'll be uh, seeing it soon. You should. I, yeah. I, I give a, a hearty thumbs up to that. I and saw it recently as well, and it was it's a great movie. It's great. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Bill Murray as Blue is also fantastic. fantastic. And let's not forget Walkin. As mm. King Louis. So, see, there's great casting in there. Um, we spent so much time in so many episodes talking about Batman for Superman, but I feel like I need to ask you, Coltrane, <laughs> did you see it? I did not. Did you not see it because you're just not in a rush, or did you just hear all the all the bad press and go like, ah, I got to wait on that one? Yeah, I, I was going to see it, and then, I don't know, like, it just, like, Ben Affleck as Batman just really, it always sort of, like, set me off and then I heard all like the bad press about it and I was like I don't know but we saw so Man just, of Steel I'm together yeah like I might see it but I'm not like rushing I, out. I would say he's he's pretty much the best part is him as Batman uh, I like Wonder Woman a lot but he's great um Will, do you want to take 60 seconds and try and convince him, or you just want to let Coltrane walk his own path? Do you I'm want to let, tell I'm him? Let, you want to let t- Coltrane walk his own path. Okay, because you might have wanted to let him know why he should see it, but uh, you'll see it at some point, and you'll be like, hey, maybe it's it maybe it didn't keep it 100. For the most part, I'm just tired of talking about it. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to give him an opportunity. I love it. Matt, I know you saw it. Wait, it. you love it? Of course. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. I've seen it four times. Whoa, four <laughs> times. I didn't. I mean, I you know, I figured you liked it. I didn't know, I didn't know you loved it. Like, works for me. Where, where yeah. is it in like the hierarchy for you of like movies? Like your top five superhero movies? Is it, is it in there or no? Top five superhero movies ever? Sure, ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Such a difficult list to make. All right, I, know, I don't know about ever because there's so right. many just in, in, in over time. Let's let, 
let's put it a different. How good do you think it really is? Because you said you loved it. So how good are you really saying it is? Let's put it a different way. If you had to pick five superhero movies to watch tomorrow, yeah, would it be one of those? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it's still new. You know okay. what I mean? It's still kind of fresh. So not. And the action is cool. Not Superman three with Richard Pryor. Correct. Not Superman four: The Quest for Peace. That one I would watch, just to see John Cryer. He's great in mm-hmm. it, by the way. Little, little baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. so keep that in mind. Will saw it four times, loved it. I saw it three times, so just something to think you about, Coltrane. You like it that much, but you saw it three times. No, I liked Look, if I really didn't like it, I, I would have I, I would have probably, no, not probably, I would have skipped the third one, I think. Okay, you know? okay. Um, I Look, just because I had problems. But anyway, Matt, you saw it just so you could listen to the Blackcasts about it. Which oh, of course. You're that diehard of a Blackcast fan. But uh, as as someone who, you know, maybe doesn't spend the amount of time talking about superhero movies as the rest of us do, but unfortunately you have to listen to it, what do you think? What do you think about I, all I, the bad press? And, and you I know? didn't really pay attention to it. Good for the you. Press. I mean, everyone was always critical about Affleck, but I think he did a, a pretty awesome job as Batman. It was nice to see an older Batman who was just sick, is pissed off with all the fucking criminals coming back out of jail, and he's he's done. He's like, I'm, I'm out. You guys are yeah. And you know the best thing yeah. about it? Robin's already dead. Yep. Anyway, well, oh, well, that Robin, <laughs> yeah. Grayson's probably alive somewhere. Oh, Nightwing, scooting a yeah, boot. He's, yeah, he's as fine. Nightwing. Yeah, Just but Jason leotard. Todd is dead or he's done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, don't well, worry. I will say that I, I am getting excited to see Suicide Squad now. I, I had no interest in it before, but. Yeah, it's actually starting to come around. On we talked about that. Uh, probably, I think last week we talked about that. It, it was they've had such great trailers. My wife didn't know anything about it, and then she started to see these trailers. She's like, and I even asked her right after a trailer. I was like, "Did that make you want to see that?" And she's like, "Absolutely." So it it looks cool. I mean, I thought it was going to be pretty cool, but the little snippets that you hear about it, and they've had a couple of trailers now, that looks great. Uh, so that should be that should be an exciting one. That should be a fun one. But uh, Coltrane, have you been out to the movies much since you've been back in Boston? Uh, as a matter of fact, I have not. You're not missing that much, you know. Yeah, there's not, there hasn't been anything that that I was really like, oh my god, I have to go see it. I'm actually trying to think of other than Batman. Did you see Deadpool? Nope. Oof. All right. Well, that's a that's a that's a dead avenue right there. We, we just ran into a brick wall. It's like, what else did you see? Nothing. Did you see Star Wars? I mean, yes. Okay. I think we talked about that before you moved. We talked about Star Wars, didn't we? Probably. Well, I mean, I saw it when I went back there. So. Okay. Did you like it? Because I don't remember the answer to that. I in fact did like it. Yes. Great. See, there you go, Coltrane. I mean, except you know, obviously, except for what's his name, who played the the what uh, Kylo Ren. That mm. that guy was kind of stupid, but yeah, it was fine. Yeah, that's, he got that... shot in the fucking abs with a fucking crossbow laser that blows people into little bits. And still did a lightsaber <laughs> duel. He's not a pussy. <laughs> Everybody let it go. That's a, great, look, that's a great point. I like how passionate you are about that. Excellent. So That guy uh, can't act his way out of a paper bag. I'm just saying, he's a loser. Is it just Kill because... You, he needs to die quick. You, you sound like Trump. He's a loser. He's a loser. Die quick. Yeah, when I was down at the 7-Eleven and I saw Kylo Ren, I was like, you're an emo little bitch. You're a pussy. <laughs> You couldn't protect anybody. Do you, do you just hate Adam Driver because of his proximity to Lena Dunham? Is that really what it comes down to? I mean, I had no idea that he had any proximity to Lena Dunham. Yeah, he's Dunham, on that show. He, he's on her show. like him even less. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are you keeping up with your uh, reality TV shows, by the way, Coltrane? Uh, yes, I am. What's uh, What are the best and most exciting right now? Have you discovered any new ones since the last time we talked uh, about I, it? Uh, I, I have been watching uh, Bad Girls Club, Twisted Sisters. That one's pretty good. Bad um, Girls Club. Is, uh, oh, yeah. Bad Girls Club. Like, I don't know. Bad Girls Club has always been kind of entertaining. But uh, this year they, they've got they, – they've, they're just combining sisters. So it's like all of the – it's like um, all the all the women in the house are there, like, with, a, with their sister, except one of, the, one of the, the two that were supposed to be sisters weren't. They were actually exes. It's like really weird and kind of awesome. So, and where does that air? Is that a Bravo or is that a TLC show? Um, it's like uh, no, it's Oxygen or We or 
something. I'm really glad you're putting Batman vs Superman on the back burner <laughs> <laughs> hey, to watch. Uh... Those shows are free. You don't pay to watch those. I understand, Coltrane. TV comes listen, into your the, house. The fight, listen, the, the fights on the on Batgirl Club are more realistic than in Batman vs Superman. That's all I'm saying. I well, like of that. course, because it's a comic book movie. <laughs> and this is reality. You see what I'm saying? I that's debatable. <laughs> reality Re- star. <laughs> yeah. Reality meant to mean not even close to Correct. reality. Correct. Oh whatsoever. no! Worst possible scenario. Worst possible don't, scenario. Don't touch me. Sp- God damn it! So speaking of worst possible scenario, Coltrane, uh, yeah. now walking into the studio is our friend uh, Liev. Oh, and God, for me to go. Well, <laughs> you can you can pretend to be on hold if you don't want to talk to him. Uh, Liev, welcome it, back to the Blackcast. Uh, Coltrane's here? Well, is he's he in that, the... black, that dark corner over there? Oh, God that... damn it. I can't see you, but yeah, you're he's... here. Smile so I can see you, Coltrane. He's on the phone. Oh. He's, he's on the phone. Oh, that makes sense. That's um, embarrassing. And if you turn around, that's our friend Matt and KC. Matt who... and KC, what's up, buddy? Hey, man, how you doing? He's yeah. been a big fan of Liev oh, and the Blackcast. No, he loves Liev. Everybody oh. loves Liev. Oh. Nobody likes Cactus Dave, but everybody loves Liev. Oh. How's the Cactus <laughs> Dave business? Oh, good. I got to go in like a minute 20. Okay. I just came in here to so, but I'll be back. But you got to come back. You have to come mm. back. So, how close are you to the six pack for stagecoach? You can no, talk no, about no. that for a minute. No, no, I have a thirty pack. <laughs> yeah, but have you that's right. noticed? I can't even wear a big enough shirt anymore. It's, it's bad. Are you going to be one of those guys who starts wearing bowling shirts? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I completely. Oh. Let what about it go. the button-up Spidey Venom T-shirt? No, no, not that. No, not that guy. All I do now is just, I just do push-ups. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to have. I'm going to be one of those guys with like a decent chest and decent arms so, and a big gut. So what happens when you go to an opening at a grocery store? Do you just I uh, eat? <laughs> Duh. You, you just have like a. How do you know I'm suit? doing that? Because we've talked about it, asshole. Really? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you? Who did you meet? Uh, Matt Barkley or? Oh, I'm doing another one on Sunday. That's why. I asked. Is Tebow going to be there? No, nobody's uh. going to be there. It's in Palmdale. Ooh. Oh. No jokes. Not making any jokes. Yikes. Don't make any jokes. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see Liev again in the near future. See, uh, Coltrane, that wasn't too painful. Although he managed to, you know, it, his drive-by I racism. S- I'm not even joking skill. right now. Yeah. I sat back down in the seat and just was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> just the fumes <laughs> off of Liev. <laughs> Well, he came. He uh, he provided us with uh, some of his uh, patented drive-by racism, and you know it was a good reason for you to move cross country, uh, Coltrane. I, I would say. So. Every time I think about coming back, there's always Liev. <laughs> yeah, it's like has has Liev gone back to whoa, Florida whoa, whoa. yet? Did you just say every time you think about coming on a back, there's Liev? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that. That's exactly. What he, he he didn't uh, say it, but uh, he he might as well have. Um, so, Coltrane, being back in Boston, it probably makes it, you know, obviously this day and age it's very easy to watch sports from everywhere in the country, but you're in New England now, so you're able to keep up on uh, on everybody, you know, on the on the Red Sox, Celtics are in the playoffs, not the Bruins, but the Celtics, so, you know, there's that. You don't miss any Red Sox games, presumably, right? I mean, I can watch them all if I want to. I, I have not watched them all, but... I have watched more than I did when I was there. And the Rem Dog's still around, so that's exciting, right? <laughs> yep. There is still the Rem Dog. I mean, you know, there it's it is nice to be here. It's nice to be able to, you know, keep tabs on all my teams and watch them all and like that part's great. It's all it's just like the funny part of it where it because they're on all the time, it's like, eh, I can watch it tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's a good point. And look, when you're not here, you know, when you're not on the West Coast and baseball doesn't typically start at 4 p.m. or 10 a.m. on the weekends, you know, when it starts at 7 o'clock at night or, God forbid, they're in, like, Minnesota or Houston and it starts at 8 o'clock, you're like, well, fuck, that's like, a, you know, I'm going to be I'm gonna be up. If I, if I commit to watching this whole game, I'm going to be up for a while. So I know what you're saying. I know, I, I'm on board. But uh, see, so it's something that the uh, the West Coast has on there is uh, early start times. Uh, since we're uh, speaking about uh, sports for the moment, uh, I did want to call attention to the fact that uh, Kobe Bryant uh, finally retired, and uh, in his final game, he scored sixty points. Sixty-one points. Sixty. Okay, in Kobe Bryant's final game in the NBA, he scored sixty-one points, allegedly. Now remember, everything Kobe does. 
you always have to say allegedly because we don't know what he really did. We don't know if the ball wanted it. We don't know how the ball was dressed. Did it say stuff me through that hoop? I don't know. That's true. So just allegedly. Um, and you're talking you know, the, about eight Kobe. This is twenty four. Kobe. This is twenty four. Totally different. You know what? Twenty four Kobe is always going to be eight Kobe. And the thing about Kobe is like, there was so much excitement, and you know, oh my God, we have to, we have to honor him. Um, he definitely did it three years later than he should have, and uh, you know, it's uh, he's already retired because, of course. The Lakers couldn't go to the playoffs. They had to pay Kobe. You can't have any good players on your team when you have broken down Kobe. And Do look, you know I, what his contract was? What was it? Twenty four million. Oh yeah. No, no. I'm not saying he should have retired because you know he has to get paid, but he hasn't. You know, he basically stopped playing three years ago and just sat around and, and got some checks. But it is hard to ignore that in his prime that he. I, I don't. I don't applaud anyone saying that he's the best. He's no goat. He is not the greatest of all time. No Earl the Goat Manigault? No, he's definitely not. But, uh, and we'll start with Coltrane. Your thoughts? I mean, obviously, a player like that, you know, finally retires. That's one of those big names that was around for almost, well, I mean, he was around for 20 years. He was he's great for 10 of them and good for a couple you know uh what do you think when something like that happens and obviously it's a team that the celtics faced in the playoffs and all that so you don't have to like him but uh one of those great talented players uh, retires what do you think coltrane i mean like i look at it like this like yes there was a part of his career that that where he was a great player then there was like the whole rape trial then Allegedly, like, I no. There was actually a rape trial. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't say he was a rapist. I said it was a rape trial. True. And I didn't say he wasn't. I'm just saying it was a rape trial. Fair enough. And um, you know, yes, they played the Celtics in the finals. One of the years was legit. The other year, they got the Celtics got robbed. Mm-hmm. That was just nonsense. But and then, like the last couple of years, it's you know, it's Michael Jordan with the Wizards. It's like he's been terrible for the last five years, but. He was getting paid like twenty four million dollars. So, if, like, I if I was him, I still would have stayed. But it's just like, wow, that's just sad and pathetic. But of course, like, because he stayed in L A. his whole career, like, Laker fans still loved him. Yeah. It's like, really, the Lakers have been terrible for the last five years because Kobe's been terrible, and they have to keep paying all that money. Yeah. No, the Lakers are so bad now that uh, people are actually pretending to be Clippers fans. That's how, that will tell you how bad it was. You know, like in the '80s when the Yankees were so bad, people pretended they were Mets fans. That's how you know well, that shit has gotten bad. The best part, um, as a Celtic fan living out here in Los Angeles, yes, is I get to deal with all these delusional Laker fans. Where every single off season, I kid you not. Every single offseason that the Lakers enter into, they believe that every single one of the top free agents are going to take huge pay cuts just to come be a Laker. And I'm yes. like, yeah, that worked 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Not the case anymore. Like, people are actively avoiding your shitty team now. Uh, yeah, and the other ahead. thing is that, he, you know, Kobe was never really, even before, like, the trial stuff, he wasn't really as likable as other players have been. So there was always sort of, like, talk that he was kind of a jerk and, like, he just didn't connect with people as much. So, like, he just, even if he took the trial out of it, he was never going to be a beloved figure the way that other, play, other like, athletes, other players have been. So, like, you know, he, he has this long career, saves the Lakers. Lakers fans love him. But then, I don't know, there was, I don't remember the, who it was, but there was, like, this sportscaster that, like, the day after he was the last game, he just ripped Kobe a new one, talking about how much of an asshole he was. And just oh, like I didn't hear that. That's fantastic. I think you're talking about Marcellus Wiley, who went off on the fact that everybody's celebrating Kobe's 61-point game because that is a feat. No other guy's gone out with a 60-point game, and a 60-point game is incredibly hard to do in the NBA. However, he got 60 points by taking 50 shots. <laughs> no one takes 50 shots in a game yeah. and only scores 60 points, typically. <laughs> uh, and so it, everybody's celebrating this guy and celebrating this final game where it was like, oh, you won another game for your team, which is the second worst like win-loss um, uh, 
team. Well, I can't even standings. You're the yeah. sec, you're second worst in the standings, uh, and you took every shot for your team. Yes, they gave the ball to you, but it was just a reflection of him as a selfish basketball player, which was always the knock on him. He was joking in interviews after, like, everyone's always complaining that I take all the shots, and then the last game they asked me to take all the shots. Nobody asked you to. They did. His <laughs> oh, play, they did. Everybody on the team, I watched the game, they were all just, every I, thing was just pass it to I Kobe watched, and let him throw it. I out. watched the fourth quarter, and I, I was actually very entertained because I'm like, oh, shit, he's really going to do it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely basically everything you guys said. Now, Matt, uh, Kansas City, do you root for a specific NBA team? Do you care about the NBA? What are your thoughts on, on the NBA and uh, Kobe Bryant in particular? Uh, I really haven't had any thoughts about the NBA for a long time. I mean, I, I, get, I got KU right next door to me, so I can always follow some good college basketball, and that keeps me pretty entertained. Yeah, and, so, and they're consistently good. Yeah, which yeah. is always fun to because, well, it's nice to have one decent team. Kansas City used to be the city of losing sports teams, but recently we've been able to kind of turn it around, which is nice. Well, you won the World Series. You know, you go in back-to-back years. Just going in back-to-back years is an accomplishment. And to actually lose the first year and then make the improvement win the next year, that's great. Um, so how far off do you think the Chiefs are? Uh, they're pretty far off. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a rough year for how's, Kansas City. How's the Chiefs An- have never won a Super Bowl, huh? They have. They won the Super Bowl four, I believe. Okay, uh, like one of the very so, early ones. I know they went. I knew they had gone early. I didn't know if they'd won it. Yep. All right, so Super Bowl IV yes. day one. Yeah. Okay, that's how long ago it was. It was. It was Which a single. They're going to need if they need to inject some new life into that team. <laughs> how's uh, How's Andy Reid worked out there? He's uh, He seems to be like built like a guy who would enjoy Kansas City barbecue. So that should be good. Uh, he's definitely enjoying the food. We know. <laughs> That. And, and red is not his color, but he hasn't figured that no, out. No, so. it is not actually. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Uh, so, but uh, obviously, you're uh, we know that you're a, a big Royals fan. You're a Chiefs fan. Ku, yep. um, and it's going to be Chiefs Raiders for the uh, AFC West this year. Based, right. you just feel confident about that because I follow football and I know all the moves that both teams, all the teams in that division, have made, and those um, are the two best teams. It's, I mean, it's it's not rocket science. I mean, the Broncos don't have a quarterback, and everyone on the offensive line of the Chargers gets hurt every year. So yeah, the Raiders and like Andy Reid is Andy Reid is a great coach if you want to have like a mediocre team. Because, yeah, like, he'll help. He'll always help you get to like. 10-11 wins, but he'll never get you over the hump. No, he he's a he's a great coach if you want to lose in the wild card weekend. Yes. Exactly. No, he goes to the championship game. He brought Donovan McNabb. No, I know. He went five. to a, he went to a Super Bowl, which who did he lose to? That's, That's right. right. That's so, not his fault. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Hey, it's hey, it's not fucking Andy Reid's fault. He ran into greatness. Tom Brady could not be stopped. <laughs> Sorry, you you just met a buzzsaw named Belichick. <laughs> just cut you in half, you fat bastard. <laughs> you fat bastard. So, uh, so all right, you guys know the NFL. So, should I jump on the LA Rams bandwagon in September? I'm already on no. it, Christian. Well, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Look, Will's I gotta on- pretend to be like something. Yeah, that's well. Okay. You know, okay. Wait Will, a second. I thought you, was yeah, a you're from, fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's I what I was going to say. I am. I'm both. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a minute. You're both? Yeah, you can't both. do that. Yes, you can. No. You know who can do it? By People teams? like me no. who don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't give a shit. But, so, I love the Lakers. I love the Clippers. I love the Kings. <laughs> who else is in L.A.? The only way you're love, allowed uh, to do no, this. Let's let him try. I love the L.A. Kiss. I love. Come on. I already failed. LAKissFootball.com. <laughs> so I love wait. LA sports. I just want to say the only way you're allowed to do this is if you buy a Rams and a Chargers jersey and then cut them in half and sew them together. <sighs> How then awesome would that look? Totally acceptable. If you pay for the jerseys, I'll cut it together and I'll wear them. I mean, I'm thinking about it. All right. Okay. See, this the greatest thing is I can have two because I can just sew the alternate you can sew them both together, yeah. sides together. Perfect. Or you can have one if you want one. So we could do a Kickstarter. No, give the other one to Nicole. How much okay. do you think that this would cost? Like $200? Like $100 for each jersey? Does that sound about right? Yeah, because we're buying you the fucking knockoff yeah. version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we do a Kickstarter for $200, bucks, it's, it's buy me a Chargers jersey that says... each jersey. Buy okay. me a Chargers jersey that says Gwyn on the back. Like, so knockoff, like, wrong San Diego sports Okay. <laughs> At least guy. you know that that's wrong. I was like, I was like, wait, this is interesting. Look, I, I did grow up uh, watching a lot of Padres games. I did like Tony Gwynn. And then Tony Gwynn was great. Then I reached a certain age, and I just kind of bowed out. Tony Gwynn. That was what like about f- Kellen Winslow. 15. 
Tony Gwynn could make you feel like, hey, fat guys can be athletes too. It's that's fantastic. right. That's right. You know? Your whole team, Urkel, that's why you're Winslow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I like that. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Coltrane, you remembered that uh, Will was, uh, you know, he would sit down on Sundays and watch the Chargers and have a beer. Uh, 12. Was this an excuse to drink? <laughs> yeah. No, look, I get it. We yeah. know it was a cry for help. That's so, how most people in America are. are you going to real. You know, we're not going to get as many Charger games now. We're going to get all the Rams games. Not until 2018, right? No. The Rams, sooner? The Rams are here, here now. in the fall. Yeah, Already? They're, they're they are playing, now the L.A. Rams. They're they playing, won't have their own stadium for another two years, yeah, but they now they're play, gonna play at the games They're going to play at the Coliseum. So yeah. they're, they're in town now. So oh, now, wow. One of the nice things I'm about living in... i such a fan. One of the, that's why... This is why we have to deal with such this now. Such a fan. They, the Rams will not be on Monday Night Football um, at all because... I don't know if you know about this. USC has made a bunch of, like, caveats to them using the Coliseum. Okay. And it includes, like... Nothing on like school nights. Nothing on, like, <laughs> which is like, crazy. Nothing after a. All their games have to be chaperoned by parents. They can't play at the Coliseum a Sunday following a Trojans home game Saturday. USC plays wow. Thursday night games because ESPN gives them a shit ton of money every year. They literally every year they have a Thursday game now, mm-hmm. and it's like we used to have season tickets with my wife's parents, and it's like you you there's there's no tailgating. You can't loiter on. You can't go. Right in, but now would I? I don't know if you know the answer to this. For NFL games at the Coliseum, do they serve alcohol? Because Probably. they do not at the Coliseum now, because that's NCAA rules. If they, if they, well. I don't know. They'll we'll find out. I'm sure that they'll do everything within their power to serve let's, alcohol. Let's put it this Come way. On. If we see a picture of Liev on Facebook at the Coliseum for a Rams mm-hmm. game, then we know that they serve alcohol. Also, How- if you've been to the campus of USC during like a game or like, before have. the game, yes. then you know that the there being no alcohol in the stadium is not a problem because there's so much alcohol outside of the stadium. Yes. Right. Exactly. You're pretty much hammered you, just trying fine. to come down during the game. That was for you. Thank you. So, uh, so Coltrane, are you excited about uh, our pal Agent Starling becoming a diehard uh, Rams fan? I think it's funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. It's gonna be great. But like you I said, mean, it's just an excuse like to drink. The Chargers, it, like the Chargers, kind of made sense. I mean, outside of the fact that he's from an area that's close to there, it's like the powder blues. They're like kind of good, but like you know, you never really expect that much from them. So they're kind of like fun to watch. They have good moments, but that's kind of it. Yeah. So, like, that sort of made sense, but, I mean, the Rams, I don't know. Like, the Rams just suck. They're just, like, there's, like, nothing really likable about it. I'm going to be their good luck. Lo- I'm going to be what's likable about it. I'm going to be their mascot. They, I'll do stand-up in between. They have a really good mascot, defense. I would, in fact, appreciate that. I'll be their good luck, Sean. They're going to do really well yeah, this season. Crazy. Because of me. <laughs> because you're going to be drunk watching games. Well, they're yeah. going yeah. to draft either Carson Wentz or Jared Goff with the first overall pick. And then their defense is already dope. So if they get a franchise quarterback that actually stays on the field, a la not Sam Bradford. Right. Yes. Uh, then they'll be fine. I was. Uh, they I was were a good. They were a playoff team not that long ago. It, it, 2001, the first year the Patriots won the Super Bowl, it was against the heavily favored Rams. I remember that Super Bowl. The greatest show on turf. Yeah. The greatest show on turf. Yeah. And and I I, I think it probably helps if you videotape their warm-up, and then you look at it, and then you figure out how to beat them. Allegedly. Mm. Allegedly. Thank you. First of all, that is complete (laughs) nonsense. In fact, that was a story that had to be retracted, and the the reporter who reported that, in fact, got fired. So let's not, like, sit here and smear the good reputation of the New England Patriots with this nonsense. It's fun to do, though. That's why I always like to bring up stuff like that. not fun to do. You are like the devil, like Roger Goodell. Go Rams! (laughs) Erroneous! Go Rams! And Eli Manning, also. also. What about retard Manning? <laughs> uh, excuse Come me. On. Sling blade's not that bad. Differently, uh, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, differently abled. And what is what, developmentally disabled Manning? Oh, That's I thought you were going to say it was it. okay to say retard if you say it with the accent. No. <laughs> well, actually, retard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean retard Manning? Yeah. yeah. There's something. It's just. It's not as offensive. It's like a British way. person saying the c word. I can't say it like this. But if yeah. I say, you fucking cunt, it's okay. See, it's perfect like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, speaking of that word, mm. uh, our our time for this installment of the broadcast has dwindled down to practically nothing. But as promised, 
we will uh, send you out with some pussy control. And obviously the literal sense, but also the musical sense, uh, we have uh, been lucky enough to have in studio with us our friend Matt and Casey. Matt in L.A. He's on Twitter, at Sober as a Bird. Matt's a big Ram. He's already painted his fucking face. Wow, look at him. He's Ram got the Ram swirl. swirl. Yeah. yeah. Look, look I'm all that. on board. He, he, he just wanted to jump on the bandwagon that Will already jumped on. Uh, on Twitter, at Coltrane Leaks. Coltrane, do you ever even look at it or see how many followers you have, see what you're down to, any of that stuff? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's that's all right. But then again, I mean, I haven't been on Facebook either, so I, it, it, I have not been following social media. I have a dog now. I was just going to say. We're, well, we're going to talk to you about your dog in the next installment. I wanted to find out more about that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Captain EO on Twitter, Jeff DeRay, at Will Sterling underscore. I'm at Christian DMZ. Don't forget to follow at BlackCast on Twitter. Like the BlackCast on Facebook. And, of course, BlackCast.com for the latest. We will see you next time. On the pussy control. Uh, sorry, on the black cast. Your brain, pussy control. Are you ready?